So, who got the Iron Throne? Who lived? Who died? Who survived Arya's kill list? Either you loved it, you hated it, you didn't care, you didn't watch it, or you did watch it, which is uh, like 20 to 40 million people did watch it. Last night was the final uh, Game of Thrones. We now live in a post-Game of Thrones world. What comes next? We are boiling it all down tonight. Plus, we have all kinds of Comic-Con news, and Ben got married tonight on the show. Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. And now. Here's Popcorn Talks, the con guy, Comic-Con Prep Show. I like it. Right, I okay. like it. All right. We are experimenting with new music every week, and this one's <laughs> really lively. Show. I like it. A con yeah. guy show. All right. We are the con guy, Comic-Con Prep Show. My name is Jim. I'm the managing editor here. We have a room for the all-star cast is here tonight. Who do we have? Uh, Ritza Sejiorna, Nyoha Brosi, Derek, and I am a contributor to thekanguy.com. <laughs> yeah, I know nobody else speaks High Valyrian. I actually just studied a little bit because it's fun. Um, <laughs> it's like your new way of saying yeah. it. Yeah, but hi, well. my name's Derek. Hi, I'm Katie. I am a cosplayer and just all-around nerd. I guess now I'm con girl. con girl. So, yeah. What's up? I'm Ben Cleaver at B-E-N-K-L-I-E-W-E-R on all social media. I'm an actor, comedian, all-around nerd. And married man. Newly married man. And who do we have on the couch? That is Cheeseman on the couch. He is brand this week. Cheese brand on the couch. Cheese brand on the couch this week. I've got to go now. All right. Fantastic. (laughs) (laughs) He has fans. Cheers. And can we just uh, right up front just tell you, if you have not yet seen Game of Thrones. We're going to be talking about it. We're going to be talking about We're going to be talking about everything that happened last night. And we're going to be bringing in some stuff from the past season. So, yeah, we're going to be spoiling it. But I have a hard time believing that there's anybody alive who has not seen last night's episode. Well, unless they've just never watched the show at all. Because there there are a few people who are doing that. Listen, if you're worried about spoilers for Game of Thrones and you haven't watched it by now. What are you doing on the internet? Because it's like... This was the finale, so it's at that point you don't have an excuse. Nope. Mm-hmm. I you tell know. you what, this was we one might. of those unavoidable cultural moments, mm-hmm. and it was, as Thanos said, inevitable. Hmm. Wasn't it the most <laughs> tweeted about episode of TV ever? I think so. Well, but did it beat Marvel's of Endgame? Oh, I doubt that. I doubt that. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. We're going to go into some of those yeah. records, but I think it did. It broke all kinds of records. It's the most watched. Um, episode ever on HBO of anything. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. I mean, yeah. So it just kind of blew everything away. And uh, not surprisingly, not everybody liked it. As a matter of fact, a whole lot of people didn't like it. We're, we'll, we'll get into that. There's some we things that was coming. Some things not to yeah. like, some things to love. But first, Ben, welcome back Hi. to the show. Yeah. Took a few weeks off there, uh, nursed my injuries, and uh, I'm going to come back strong in the next game. All right. So <laughs> you had something else going on, too. Oh, yeah, I guess I got married. <laughs> I like that fanfare. I love it. Yes, May the fourth be with oh. you, twenty nineteen. Uh, Jim and Luke were actually there. It was fan- uh, it was one of the best, most fun weddings. Yeah. Uh, Derek and Katie weren't invited because I don't like them. I know. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm just joking. I love oh them both. Gosh, uh, I've been good there. Man. Yeah. If, if Laura and I had been there, we would have constantly been comparing it to our wedding and right. seeing like we if, didn't how well you tried to one up our right. our geek wedding. We didn't invite. Any married couples. So, yeah. but you did bring pictures. I did bring you pictures. Some pictures. If you want to, 
And can we throw those? Oh out? wait, 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 wait! By oh, the wait. way, wait. We did not introduce somebody brand new to our show tonight. He is engineering in the room. This is Ryan. Hey, Ryan. how are we doing, you guys? Super excited to be engineering the show. Glad to be a part of it tonight. And congratulations once again on the wedding. Thank you very much. <laughs> and it, it was not a red wedding. <laughs> I, I was, was going to say congrats on having wedding. a Game of Thrones themed wedding without having anyone die. We, so. yeah, so we, it was it was very heavy into Game of Thrones aesthetic. Um, we toyed. We actually toyed with the idea of staging a murder at the reception, <laughs> um, but we thought because we have friends who are in special effects, and we thought, well, that might be messy, and the venue might not be into right. it, and my mom might be horrified. But um, <laughs> I did have to warn my mom about a few things before they happened. For example, Brie came out to do her bouquet toss to Magic Dance from Labyrinth. And she had a baby Toby that she tossed first. <laughs> um, and I was like, Mom, we're going to be tossing a baby. It's not a real baby. It's a movie reference, so don't worry. And she was can, like, okay. Can you talk about your first dance, though, which was so yeah. epic? Oh, yeah. So uh, we actually, uh, a friend of ours named Lennon Hobson, who's a, a incredibly talented dancer, She, uh, we actually paid her to choreograph our first dance. So uh, we came out, and and our song is oh, and I the, think your picture are these up right now. Oh yeah, so this is the ceremony. This was at Calamigos Ranch in Malibu, um, and oh. oh, so we had one of our centerpieces was a weirwood tree from uh, uh, yeah. from Game of Thrones, I love of course. It. All right, and next, um, what's the next one coming up? Of course, the Stark Banner, <laughs> and then. Um, and the <laughs> I didn't know if we should have the Lannister banner there, but it was pretty. So that was our sweetheart table. Uh, I asked the florist if we could have pampas grass because apparently it's a trend now to put pampas grass um, into floral arrangements. I don't know what that means. That's the 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 big puffy sticky uppy things. Okay, that's pampas grass, and, and that grows all over the place back in Kansas, which is my home. Nice. And I didn't realize until I saw some pictures like on Pinterest or something that it, it's used a lot in floral arrangements. And I was like, can we do that? And she's like, yeah, that'd be great. And <laughs> she did a wonderful job and uh, it was just beautiful. Cool. But yes. yeah, we can keep going yeah, with the pictures here. And we, we actually went to a prop house and rented like antlers and books <laughs> and skulls and that sort of thing to, to decorate. Uh, <laughs> of course. So, you know, why not? Mm -hmm. Okay. We live in Hollywood. Why not? Uh, I think it's the last one. Uh, of course, our cake uh, with the cake topper that says, I love you. I know. I love that. But like, and are, are there any more pictures? I think that's all we have. Is that all we have, Ryan? I think that's I all think, we have. Yeah. That's but like, all we have, you guys. But yeah, yeah. But your your first dance, the first dance. So we came out and we started with Ben Folds, the luckiest, which is our song. Mm -hmm. That is a great song. Uh, it's wow. it's one of my favorite songs ever. And um, we kind of did this awkward prom dance, um, <laughs> just to be silly, because we're both theater geeks and we're goobers, and you know it was just fun. And that transitioned into ten minutes ago. Uh, from the brandy version of Rodgers and Hammerstein's Cinderella, oh. uh, to which we did a, a waltz and we had a couple of uh, lifts in there, and uh, and then that transitioned into John Williams' Duel of the Fates from Star Wars Episode One: The Phantom Menace, which mm -hmm. just turned twenty years old a couple of days ago. That's, hard That's to fantastic! Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. um, it came out uh, May nineteenth. Uh, 1999, a date yep. that is burned into my memory. That's so. As much time has passed from from then to now as was from the original premiere of A New Hope to the special edition. To the special hope. edition, yeah. yeah. 
well. So there you go. Fantastic. But like, uh, but well, when, when that music started, Doodle the Fates from Star Wars. From Episode One, we we both our, our maid of honor and, and best man were holding our lightsabers at the ready for us, yep. and we had ourselves a little lightsaber duel. That's nice. I think uh, I did you did you record that? You did the lightsaber duel, Brand? Did you record that? Yeah. I You're think a good man. <laughs> I, I'm I think po- I did. Yeah, I, I think yeah, I, I got a little bit. Yeah, yeah, we're going to post that. that. You yeah, yeah you need to post that because we got we actually got quite a number of cell phone videos <laughs> sent to us of that. Yeah, I didn't film any during the ceremony because I was told not to. No, we were told not to. I was told not to. And we got our video back from the ceremony, and it's dope. Is it really? Yeah, yeah. we nice. had professional photographers and videographers do the whole thing. Are we so all better fun. looking? Absolutely. Okay, you look like you belong in a magazine. By the way, loved loved the ring bearer. Yes, my our dog Kylie was our ring bearer, yeah. and our friend Kyle, who was a grown man, was our flower girl, <laughs> and he wore a dress. Did he wear yes. a tutu? Oh, oh he, he didn't wear a, a tutu, he but wore he a wore a dress. That's amazing. <laughs> it was so great, and I must say, um, Bree, I hope you're watching. You were just so lovely. Yeah, Bree looked fantastic. I, I do have a picture here that I wish I would have sent in tonight, but. Um, Ben, you looked okay too. Oh, but, <laughs> but you just—you really you were ma- all white though. You, you married. Yeah. You it married was so up. classy. I love all white. It's it, so yeah. good. It's so pretty. I wore a yeah. I wore a white dinner jacket, a la James Bond, mm-hmm. and uh, so I was pretty stoked about. And that she too. entered to what music? She entered to a. Um, it was cool. A, a, a picked guitar, acoustic guitar version of uh, the Jurassic Park theme. That was great. It was yeah. really good. They, they had, I love you guys had some Game of Thrones music going on. You had the guys with the swords standing up that you had to walk through. I, everything about it, because I was telling there you, you there you go. Oh, Themed for your Jurassic wedding. Park. I mean, I'm also wearing a Jurassic Park shirt. So. Yeah, there you go. Oh. Yeah, my our ushers, Lonnie and Mike, those were their swords they brought from home. Mm. Of course. But I said, <laughs> you guys are the ushers. I want you to be wearing swords. Mm-hmm. As the ushers. That's fantastic. Listen, from all of us to, to you guys, congratulations to the con couple. You guys had such a great wedding, and we've known you for so long, and I know that this is just a perfect marriage made in heaven. So congratulations to you guys. By the way, the parties afterwards were great, too. Like, I've never been to a wedding where the bride and groom walk around handing out secret cards. There's a secret after party afterwards. Yeah, <laughs> that was great. Yeah, we had a, we had a secret after party at, mm-hmm. on property at Calamigos at, like, the pool house. Yeah. And uh, and I didn't know how much Brie dropped on that after party because I like f- helped finish a little bit of stuff over at the yep. reception, and then I walked over there, and there was a whole another food spread, a full, a full oh, buffet, man. and, and like, a full bar, a full bar. And, and I was, was like, "Holy moly!" I know. I walked in there and I told Luke, "I said, man, they dropped some dough on this." Yeah, that- I I was like, "So Brie, what's what's going to be the at the after party?" And she's like, "Don't worry about it. I got this." And I was like, "Okay." And I was like, "Oh, we're just going to hang out and have like diet cokes, you know?" Like, Good job, Brie. It was it was amazing the yeah. after party by yeah. the pool and everything. It was oh yeah, dope. out there at the pool, yeah. man, that was so great. So, anyways, congratulations. Hey Ben, since we have you uh, cornered right now, we oh, yeah. have, and we haven't seen you in just a little bit. We have three minutes of geek news we would like to hit. All right. And we're going to let Ryan tell Keep you when he is ready baby. for you, you to know go. All ready, you guys. All right. All right. Who's ready? You, you want to you count them down, Ryan? We're starting. Okay, we'll start in five, <laughs> four, <clears throat> three, two, one. 
three-minute Geek News Roundup. Here we go. Game of Thrones ended its record-setting final season with a record-setting finale in the ratings. The HBO mega-hit drew 13.6 million viewers for its initial airing of the series finale Sunday night. Adding in replays and early streaming, that figure climbs to 19.3 million. Both figures are records, not just for Game of Thrones, but for HBO's entire history. With continuing streaming, DVR, and on-demand viewing and additional replays, HBO says season 8 is averaging an unheard of 44.2 million Whoa. viewers through Sunday. That's a mega hit, man. Speaking of setting records, Avengers Endgame has officially passed Avatar at the domestic box office with a $770.8 million yes. uh, to Avatar's $760.5 million. Endgame is now the second highest grossing movie ever domestically behind the seemingly uncatchable Star Wars The Force Awakens, which managed an astonishing $936.6 million. Endgame now has global totals of $2.61 billion. After Avatar is still at the top uh, of the worldwide box office with 2.78 billion, with only 174 million left until Endgame passes Avatar at the global box office. Marvel fans have launched two new hashtags: the hashtag Beat Avatar yes. and uh, hashtag Watch Endgame. Hashtags are now out there and making the rounds. With we can many do it. We can saying, do it. If you hated the Game of Thrones <laughs> finale, go back and see Endgame to see how a real grand finale should be done. <laughs> oh, that's what they're that's, saying. Uh, oh, I'm just man. quoting. I'm just quoting. There are other fandoms in the world besides Game of Thrones getting the hate of fans. Take Batman, for instance. There are now <laughs> multiple petitions asking DC to remove the sparkly vampire Robert Pattinson from the upcoming movie The Batman after he was announced as the likely inheritor of Bruce Wayne's cape and cowl. Batman's a Hufflepuff. For a bit of happy news, Disney's Star Wars Galaxy's Edge opens May 31st at Disneyland oh, in Anaheim yeah. and August 29th at Disney's Hollywood Studios in Florida. For the first three months, you'll need a special reservation ticket to get into the new 14-acre expansion. The good news is that these reservation tickets are free. The bad news, they're all gone. (laughs) But don't fret. After the first three months, no reservation tickets will be needed and time. And that's after after that I will go. (laughs) I'm going June the 6th. I got my reservation tickets. So... A homie of mine, actually, Lonnie, my my usher Uh with the samurai sword, with the uh, katana. Yeah, yeah. uh, He texts me. He's like, yo, bro. I got an extra reservation to Galaxy's Edge on June 21st. And I was like, ah, that's Bree's birthday. Wait, her birthday's June 21st? Yeah. Mine's the 22nd. <laughs> oh, my God. We're like birthday buddies now. <laughs> well, there you go. Bree, you heard it here. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much for that. Um, By the way, I saw some Robert Pattinson. He's yeah. really bulking up for this role. Have you he's seen? also He's in good stuff. It's just people are only comparing him to Twilight and right. like yeah Twilight was terrible but you can't judge him only not everybody Twilight. thought yeah. it was terrible I thought it was terrible but there, there, there were a lot of people who people loved who, it yeah. yes. people a lot who, of people loved it but he he's is, a good there's man there's reasons they loved it yeah. <laughs> and he's he's a good actor yes um, and he was just in a terrible he was he in he is a good actor he's in something that a lot of yes. people did not care for he's yes. where he needs it's just to where be he, it's where he got his did name does he hear Bran He's where he needs to yes, be. Yes, thank you. He's where he's supposed to be. <laughs> right. And of course, you know, he's, he played Cedric Diggory. Yep. Um, yeah. I didn't see the movie where he played Salvador Dali. I but he's, well, done, I he's played, done other things I, like that. I saw that him just... in Remember Me, which was the September 11th one. I saw oh. that one, and that was like right during or right after Twilight. So it's just, it's just Twilight. And we all know Batman is cast based on the jawline anyway. Hmm. Exactly. And I think, he, I think he handles that okay. And all of you guys well, are too young to remember, yeah. Michael Keaton was... Before people, oh, people, people hated, were pissed off. Yeah, hated. They were the like, idea. "This guy's a comedian. He can't play Batman." I mean, in, in mm-hmm. true, it, it was. It's a very. It was a very odd choice then, and 
Uh, the people said but the same thing great. about Ben Affleck. They said mm-hmm. the same. I don't know what they said about Christian Bale. I don't remember what the. I don't think Christian Bale had a lot of hate around him, but but Heath Ledger yeah. when he got cast as the Joker, Joker people yep. thought this this is insane. Yep. And I really like you know despite what happened with uh, Batman v Superman and Justice League, I liked I really like all those actors yeah. as those roles. I felt they suffered because of. I think it was disjointed writing and production, but that wasn't necessarily even the writer's fault. It, it goes all the way up to the heads at Warner Brothers, who were... They, it was like they were just plugging numbers into computers yep. and spitting out movies instead of like letting people create they them. Were, they were trying to catch up with Marvel way too fast, Oh yeah, and they shouldn't have done it. They should have just taken their time, and now they're doing things right. Mm-hmm. Aquaman was a huge hit. Aquaman was a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah, and then they've got James Gunn coming with Suicide Squad 2, which is... From what I understand, I think it's rebooting. It? It's a reboot. It's yeah. not so really, that means I don't have to see the first one to I, see this one. You really I wouldn't recommend see anyone see the first. one. Well, I, I didn't want to see the first. There's one. There's still a part so. of me that's curious. You haven't you seen know? it either. Like sometimes I wonder what a root canal would actually be like because right. I haven't had one. Harley so, I mean, Quinn was very. Good. Harley yeah. Quinn was great, yeah. and Margot Robbie yep. as Harley Quinn is perfect casting. Mm-hmm. Yep. I didn't care too much for Jared Leto as the Joker. That was but weird. they he was. Yeah, oh. there's, there's my Jack Nicholson. But Jack, on the other hand. Hashtag my Joker. Yes, um, there you go. Yeah, Jared Leto, well, he was so underused in the movie. They made this big deal about how Jared Leto was going to play the Joker and he was sending dead rats to his co-stars and like really getting into the role of the Joker and all this kind of stuff. And then he was in the movie for like 45 seconds. Yeah. Like... What? Yeah. It was bizarre. It was very bizarre. And I didn't I didn't care for the tatted up, you know, I did not like, like that gangster look, no. joker. That it's was kind of strange. I was Although like, is this for... like emo, like, you uh, know, high school? That's like emo, you know. But you know what? We got another one coming. Yeah. We, we have Joker coming. Joaquin Phoenix coming. Joaquin out Phoenix, but that's going to be a one-off. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's Brad's mad at you for defending thing. Ben Affleck. <laughs> I, no, I like Ben Affleck I think, as, yeah, as, I think, as Batman. I think Batfleck is just the victim of... Poor production, essentially. And Zack Snyder. I mean, like, there's something Zack Snyder. Yeah. Bring back really Michael Keaton. Old Michael Keaton as Batman, well, an older yeah. Batman. Well, okay. that's what they're saying. Batman Forever. Isn't he also the victim of never not Batman? Has forever. there ever been Batman a movie Beyond. called Batman Forever? Batman Beyond. That's yeah. what I meant. Batman bad. Forever. Was Speaking of things coming up in the future, mm-hmm. Derek. Yes. Bulletin board. We have some That's things a there. That's good idea. Yes. <laughs> All right. So coming up, May 23rd through 26th is Phoenix Fan Fusion in Phoenix, Arizona. And then May 31st through June 2nd is Denver Pop Culture Con in Denver, Colorado. Um, following a couple weeks after that, June 15th and 16th is Amazing Las Vegas Comic Con at South Point Casino in Las Vegas. Um, June 28th through 30th, Wisconsin Comic Convention in Milwaukee. July 4th through 7th is Florida Supercon in Miami, Florida, and that's a big one. There are mm. guests such as George Decay. I always want to mess Decay. up his name. Yeah, I know it's Decay, <laughs> but I still always want to say it wrong. I do too. So George Decay, Benedict Wong, Felicia Day, Jonah Ray, uh, Barry Boswick, Jonathan Frakes, actors from The Office, and more. And then July 17th through 21st, as we've been talking about, is San Diego Comic Con. Which is how many weeks away, Jim? Only eight weeks until Comic Con. Also, Anime Expo is July Fourth weekend as well. Oh, that's right. Yeah. The yes. big, which that's is the lar- one of the largest yes. one in the country, isn't it? Yes, it's here. It's in always Los July Fourth weekend, and they, and they do like they start Wednesday and go till Monday. I that's believe. Los Angeles, right? Yes, LA mm-hmm. Convention Center. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know if tickets are still available for that, but if they are, you probably want to jump on it soon because they would be sold out. But I'm not sure if they're sold yeah. out yet. 
And then one other event that we have that's uh, not exactly a comic convention, but Ghostbusters Fan Fest is June 7th through 8th. And that's presented by Wizard World, and it's at Sony Studios. Because this is the 35th anniversary of Ghostbusters. The actors mm. are going to be there on the back lot at Sony Studios. I'm really excited about that. I think that's going to be very cool. I do apologize. I don't have any of the information for this, but I looked into it, and there is a con coming up, not nerd-related, but it's called Eats Con, <laughs> and it's just like a food truck food, convention. Like a food truck? Ooh. Yeah. That's funny. All right, that's cool. And uh, Because that's one thing we love about WonderCon is the food trucks right. that are out there. Yes. Right. Yes. But it's like, I was like, oh, we should go to this, because Brie and yeah. I just love eating. Mm-hmm. And What kind uh, of cosplay would you do for a food truck convention? Uh, hot dog? I don't know. Bob's awesome. Burgers? But, yes. but, oh, that'd be a good one. Oh, that would be really good, yeah. A banana. Um, a banana, that's yeah. true. Hey, I'm a banana. Anyway, <laughs> we looked at it, and we're like, well, you know, like, badges are 30 bucks or something. Oh, there it is. We, they're throwing it up there. There's a, a video. Um, I actually got it right here, you guys. Oh, great. Uh, yeah. It was this past two, the past two days. It was this past weekend, oh, Saturday and past Sunday. Weekend. Oh, oh, Ben. No. Come on. Oh, but it was in L.A., and it just sounds like it was a big foodie convention. Yeah. Oh, Thank you, Ryan. I, well, we had looked at it, and we were like, well, badges were like 30 bucks or something yep. like that. And then I was like, well, you pay for the badge, and then you have to go in and like probably pay for the food at oh, yeah. each of the things. So... You know, and and it makes sense because like the payment for the badge goes to the facility. Mm-hmm. You know, like mm-hmm. use use of the facility. So, you know, like it every is, convention you go to, you pay well, for the badge, and then you pay for all kinds of other crap. Right, well, exactly. There, there is some that include it, though. Like if yeah, yeah, because I saw the Japanese food expo that was by Universal at mm-hmm. the hotel there, mm. and it included like sushi and all these like and sake and like all these different things for the price of the <laughs> yeah, thing, there's so. a there, and I want to apologize to those who are big fans of Megacon in Orlando it happened this past week we haven't talked about it at all usually oh. every year in the past we've always talked about it because it's a gigantic convention it's like a hundred thousand people strong it's one of the largest ones in the southeast and we forgot completely to mention it and it has hundreds of guests it's one of the biggest ones in the country and so wow Con guy, I know we just that just completely <laughs> slipped on by. Uh, yeah, yeah, I don't know how that happened. Anyway, so we should call you the con-ish guy. <laughs> I know, con adjacent. So, Katie, there yes. is one con coming up, which you were laughing about right before the show, and it kind of segues into our next section. What yeah. is that? Our Comic Con news. Comic Con. What's news? a Comic Con? So, <laughs> oh, there we go. There was a there's a lot of news this week, like a lot of stuff that I haven't even been able to see because I was I was no, busy. But what you was, want me to go through it in three minutes? Wait, no. wait, wait, wait. <laughs> no, but what was the the uh, the one yeah. convention we were talking about before the show? The one piece of news that no. we're, we're saying. Pa. Oh yeah. Okay. So yeah, um, if you're in San Diego, July seventh. So it's um, a couple weeks before San Diego mm-hmm. Comic Con. Mm-hmm. The Comic-Con Museum, which we talked about last week, it's the year-round Comic-Con Museum. They're starting to have exhibits for all sorts of things. They're hosting Pawmicon, which is a dog cosplay event. Okay, I think it's the best what? ever. Yes. Go <laughs> take so, your dog to San Diego that weekend. It's a dog cosplay We've got to go to that. I think I think Laura is listening. We should. We I was going to say you don't have a dog though. <laughs> no, but we could go but and ben see does. the other dogs. Oh, okay. I have a dog. Like going to see a yeah. puppy parade. But I don't want to take her to a big thing. Yeah, I don't She'd know. be scared. By the way, we forgot. Yeah. So, but that's cute. So I have a guys, dragon. So if you guys have dogs, I was about to say, yeah, you got a guest here that we did not introduce. I think people could see it. It was a lovely, lovely dragon. dragon. <laughs> <laughs> full, of, um, full of fire. All right, we got a lot of Comic Con yeah. news here, yeah. so Katie's going to like kick some ticket off for yeah. us. Okay, so Funko Fridays, and I've never been a part of Funko Fridays. Have you guys ever done it? I I, wa- I was trying to go last year, but tickets 
bam, they went like just yeah. like that. Well, all the Funko stuff does. But yeah. anyway, it's back at San Diego Comic Con on Friday, July nineteenth, at the Manchester Manchester Grand Hyatt, right next door to the convention yes. center. It's the theme this year is Freaky Tiki Fun Days. This is why I'm super excited about T- it. Yeah. Tickets are one hundred and fifty dollars and go on sale this Wednesday, mm-hmm. May twenty second, sometime between ten and one. And by the way, that one hundred and fifty dollars <laughs> it does sound steep for uh, you yeah. know, but you leave with a bag. You usually get two to three Funkos in it. You get a lot of stuff like a in swag your, bag. A swag bag, and then yeah. you get a couple of drinks are included. There's food in cool. there, so it's a really cool thing. Yeah, and then Jim, oh. sorry, real quick. There's also a tiki convention that happens down in San Diego every year. Yes, and I'm surprised. Isn't that coming up? Yeah, Tiki Oasis is coming up. Tiki Oasis. It's coming up, I think, in June. I think it's June. Probably. I think it's June. Anyway, we'll talk about that later. Good back to Katie. All right. Uh, group two Thank of the Ace Parking Lottery is now underway. Which Ooh. so basically there, there's four groups of people, uh, four groups that you can get in, and it's basically how you get parking passes to Comic Con. Mm-hmm. Uh, the convention center is sold out already, as is Hilton Bayfront, except for Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Uh, the sixth and K lot near Omni is also sold out. So they're selling fast. <laughs> it is, uh, and the thing is, and if you haven't signed up for this Ace, yeah. Lottery, you're 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 you not going to get it right yet. You yeah, and you there's other options. You you have options. It's just going to take a lot of research. The public transit, the trolley system is really good. Uh, if you're staying at a hotel, I always just pay the rate for my nights like at the hotel because it's easier than having to look at one of these parking lots. So I've never had issues getting a spot there. But once all four groups have it, yes. like there's four weeks of the ticket lotteries going on. Yes. Once the all four groups are done. It opens up to general public, yes. and there's always some spaces left. But you do have to move your car between like what two a.m. and six a.m. or twelve a.m. Oh yeah, this is not these are not overnight lots. Yeah, at all. so you still have to find a space for your car in those times. Mm-hmm. Um, then there is a, uh, as our notes say, a strong rumor that Marvel Studios is coming back. Which, you know, I've heard people saying you heard, you heard from a good source. Yeah, yeah. Well, like you know, and everybody is wondering and speculates if Marvel is going to come back because you know it's like kind of ended stuff this year yeah. so but yeah so that would be interesting they were gone last year. he just comes out on stage it's like oh we decided to be done they were gone last year because there was no <laughs> just, way just they could come last year well, anymore, so. there's yeah. no way to come between the two end that between endgame well, and infinity war it's like everybody wants to know what's coming next they haven't mm-hmm. announced what's coming next like we have speculation so of course everybody's like is this going to be where they say it so, Dis- disney has released their entire slate of films for the next two years and they go straight some of them go all the way to 2027 with the mm-hmm. Avatar films, but for Marvel it says didn't Ma- say anything. It says Marvel film one, Marvel yeah. film two. Yeah. yeah. So there's a lot so, of speculation of what that will be. And then Moon Knight. Sorry. Well, th- but also there's somebody else who's kind of starting to hit the papers this week on, I mean the the local uh, not the papers the uh, the trades in what could only be described as an early apology tour or mm. press tour to make him James Gunn. He, mm. Oh, a great yeah, yeah. big gotcha. interview came out this week. So I'm hoping, I'm hoping they announce uh, some stuff for Guardians 3. Oh, cool. yeah, yeah, yeah. James Gunn, I love you. I'm so glad you're back on board. All right. So I'm going to group in a couple things together because they're kind of similar in nature. Okay. Sunday, July 14th, which is a weekend before Comic-Con, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, Harry Potter and the Half-Blood Prince in concert at San Diego Symphony. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of fun. I've never gone to one of those, but, you know, that's pretty, pretty I love cool. the way the whole town of San Diego embraces Comic-Con and it becomes just mm-hmm. the campus of Comic-Con. And, like, the symphony puts on all these things. They're also presenting Galaxy Quest in concert on Thursday. Which is cool. I don't remember the music from Galaxy and Quest. As well as anim- pretty great music, Animaniacs actually, yeah. 
Animaniacs. Animaniacs in concert at Balboa Theater with the voice uh, with voice cast. Oh members. man, that'd be amazing. United States, Canada, Mexico, Panama, Haiti, Jamaica, Peru. Sat- <laughs> Saturday, Back to the Future in concert. Did you hear that, Cheeseman? So, Grant. Yeah. And Grant then, Scott. In other stuff that's not related to like music specifically, but still going on that this week, we have um, the Ready Party One Preview Night Party mm-hmm. on Wednesday. I went to that last year. What'd you think? It was fun. Mm-hmm. Um, I. I know tickets are on sale, but I feel like they sold out or Already? the pre-sale sold out. I have to double check on that. We'll check I can't on remember. That, yeah. But um, yeah, it's at Flux Nightclub on San, uh, San Diego in San Diego Gaslamp uh, from eight to midnight. That's and the big last preview year, night party. Yeah. yeah, and last year they had signage all over um, for cosplays not consent. So like, if anybody had any uh, any gender uh, had any issues with someone coming up to you and saying something inappropriate or touching you or anything, you could talk to one of many people there and be like, hey, I don't feel safe. And they would um, kindly tell people to, like, leave. Well, and good. there yeah. were, And so it was supposed to be a really safe party, and I never felt, like, uncomfortable mm-hmm. at all in it. So, uh, And then on Saturday, D23 Member Mixer from 4 to 6 on the Martin Luther King Promenade. Mm-hmm. So that's what that'll look cool. Oh, I missed one. Tuesday. If you're on there on Tuesday, there will be a 5 p.m. midnight pop-up show, Heroes and Villains, at the mm-hmm. Thumbprint Gallery. Mm-hmm. Pop-up art show, sorry. That's cool. That, that, that is really cool. cool, yeah. Yeah, those art gallery things, I've never been to one, but I've heard really cool things They've about got one of the, What's the art gallery, she's been right there on Main Street that they did the Mel Blanc um, pop-up in one year? That it's, I don't know what the I name don't remember the name. I don't either, but it's a great one. They'll you're have supposed to remember everything, Brad. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're our stories. Yeah. Oh. And then um, Saturday, third annual Comic-Con pub crawl yep. at 6 p.m. to 2 a.m. At, starting at Coyote Ugly. For the record, there are no bars in San Diego that are open past 1 o'clock, I noticed, last year. At hmm. all? And in all the of San Diego. Con? Do you remember that? Except for... That's the, why you go back to hotel rooms and drink. Yeah. Except for the Hilton Bayfront. They always have the, the, the networking thing open until about 1.30. But yeah, yeah it was... Oh, okay. It seemed like they started closing everything early last year. I don't know what the reason for that was. So this is going to 2 a.m. They must know something. I do not. Well, it's for a private event. It's can. going back to Ben's room. Yeah. <laughs> right? Uh, Saturday I'm also... I'm not going to be there. <laughs> Third and final zombie walk at six thirty at on Saturday in the gas lamp quarter. So, Seems like they've done more than just three. I think it's been more than three. Yeah, yeah that's we'll have to check on that. Yeah. Uh, also on Saturday we have Super Awesome Showdown Unlimited Superhero Wrestling at the <laughs> Tango Del Rey seven thirty to ten. That sounds pretty entertaining. Yeah, that yeah. sounds awesome. Um, superheroes wrestling. I don't know what could possibly not be entertaining about that. And then Saturday or Sunday after Comic Con is the San Diego Comic Con unofficial blog party. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sunday night. Isn't and that usually before? Don't they normally have a pre-party? They usually, they, okay. they've been having it for many years now on preview night, yes. but this year they have moved it to be the after party, so it'll be the party when everybody's leaving town, which I think is kind of cool. I, we've even talked about, like, man, there's, and, and Brad, who um, is maybe, is Brad watching? Do you know Luke? He is. Okay. Yeah, he's watching. Like Brad, he chided Brad, me for defending Batfleck. That's right. Brad is always, um... It's talk about how they need to have something on the Sunday for those who are, you know, the left not behind. dead. Yeah, <laughs> not back in LA already. Let's yes, all sir. drink and then drive back to Los Angeles. And from our chat feed, I have an update. It sounds like Ben may be going to PawCon after all. Oh, oh maybe oh, knows somebody who makes dog wigs and thinks that you could make it happen. What? <laughs> 
They really She's are on the message feed. They really are the con couple. I love this. <laughs> T- text me. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna tell my, tell my roommate about that because I'm not she would reading love the it. chat. The, the dog one. Yeah, I think that's the best con I've seen in a long time. I think your your dog looks a lot like ours because I feel like it was either it was either Bree or someone else that sent me a picture. Do you have a TARDIS a fleece blanket that? Your dog, yeah, was, yeah, it was Bray that's posted it. I posted like a picture of my dog, and your guys' dog looks what, similar. What's your dog? Well, my it's a oh, what breed? God. It's, I mean, it's breeds. a yeah, I know. Um, she can't remember what her dog is. <laughs> Chihuahua, Rat all right. See, ours is a Chihuahua Jack Russell Terrier, okay. so yeah. that's why they yeah. were yeah. <laughs> yeah. similar. Great. All right, guys. This is the part of the show that probably everyone who came to the show tonight is waiting for. Not like yeah, that. I've been waiting for this. I've been, been waiting for this as well. Bated breath. I brought a. I, I brought my crown. And I brought my drinking horn. Drinking horn. If you haven't noticed me. I, spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! Thank spoiler you so alert. much. I had nothing spoiler Game of Thrones-ish, so I wore my Irish shirt since it was filmed in Nor- Northern Ireland. Yep. So it's as close as I could get. And then on the couch, we have a very special guest, Bran Cheeseman tonight. <laughs> Cheese brand. I came all this way just <laughs> to be on the show. Just brand. to be on the show. So, um, just to, as a matter of introduction, we will be talking a lot of spoilers right now because we're going to talk about everything that happened last night. We're going to go through it. Um, last night was, as Katie or Ben was saying, one of the it was the HBO's largest audience ever for a single episode. And um, the from what we can see, the audience was pretty split. It was a pretty mm-hmm. split episode. I'm going to start Which. on. With Ben, because we haven't seen you in quite some time. I would love to know your first impressions of last night's grand finale. Well, my my first impression... So I was watching it with a room full of people who hated it. They they were like 30 minutes in, they're like, I'm done with this. And I I was starting to get a little annoyed because everybody was just like, every five seconds they were like, oh, come on. And I was just like... Let me watch it and just be disappointed on my own and quiet. Like, don't, like... We had the rule at our party, no talking. Right. You can complain afterwards. It was right. the quietest viewing party we've had. Yes, That's I true. Agree. And yeah. not mine. And <laughs> so after, like, sitting on it and thinking about it for 24 hours, uh, I've come to the conclusion that I I accept it as, as the finale... Because cause the other thing is, like, and, and this is down you farther. You don't get to choose. Well, yeah, this is exactly. <laughs> this is farther I down. I don't accept it. This is farther down on our talking points. But, uh, you know, I think we have kind of developed the, since the sad part. There are many sad parts to, to nerd culture becoming mainstream, geek culture becoming yeah, yeah. mainstream, and, and, you know, these types of things like fantasy TV shows becoming so popular. Because 20 years ago, I don't think Game of Thrones would have had the kind of impact no. that it does yeah. now. Mm-mm. And f- somehow it's developed into this this intense love of things, which is great, but also the, just the toxic fandom type of stuff that we talk about where we have the syndrome of petulant children mm-hmm. that they're like, we didn't like the way you did it. Make it again. Two million people. Two apparently. million people signed the uh, the petition. The petition. To yeah, what, but which is like what five percent of the viewing yeah. audience. But at the same time, you know, it's like I the best meme that I saw, and I never watched Dexter, but the meme huh. that I saw said that came up last night. Said, uh, you know, some of y'all never got to watch Dexter. Take his sister's body out in a boat and throw it, it into the it. ocean. What a, in a hurricane, leaving his child with a known serial killer to go become a lumberjack, and it shows. Yeah. I think you literally said that verbatim. Yeah, because it was like, 
literally, I guess, apparently Dexter is widely agreed upon to be one of the worst series finales yes. ever. You want to read it, Katie? You got it there. Yeah, well, you. I think you literally did oh, say okay. it. Though. Like it said, some of you Game of Thrones nerds. Yeah. Not calling out nerds, but yeah, whatever. Clearly never watched Dexter drive a boat into a hurricane with his dead sister on board after leaving his young son in the care of a known serial killer so he could become a lumberjack. And it shows. Yeah. Yeah. And, and the thing is, like, sometimes it's just what we get. Like, people are like, remake The Last Jedi. I'm just like, mm, why? Like, that's what we got. Yeah. That's what we got. And the other thing is when people, and I've said this before, when people are like, ah, The Last Jedi ruined Star Wars for me. No. No, it doesn't. I can go back and watch yeah. Empire Strikes Back anytime I want. Yeah. And I often do. Yes, I do. And so, you know, like, if, if a new movie ruins your childhood experience... Something wrong with you, not the movie. You know what I'm saying? And so, like, but, like, break it down. Like, what did people want? Did people want Jon Snow to become king of the Seven or Realms? Danny. Okay, what are, what are the main complaints that we are hearing? What is it that people are unhappy about? So... Wait, can we switch it first? No, no, no. let's start there. What are yeah. people unhappy about? Start on the negative? Yeah, start on the negative. Let's, talk, uh-huh. about, let's talk about what people and are... And on a happy note. Like, yeah, we're so, going to go talk about Yeah, what are people like saying? Too. I'll refute wait, all wait, of it. Wait, yeah. i got to ask. i got to ask Ryan. Is this picture up on screen right now, Ryan? I'm about to put it up on screen. <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah. The water bottle. Okay, this is so funny. If you could put up on screen, uh, Katie, what is this? A water bottle was behind Sam's leg. Well, that's that's Sir Davos. That's but, it's Sam, but it's behind Sam's leg, so it looks like it's... I, it's well, if you the, zoom it in, it's like you can't really tell whose it is, but... But there was more than one, from what I understand. You had couple, one behind Sam's leg. There were a couple water bottles. Yeah. Behind so, yeah. Davos. water bottles yeah. last night. Now, I can understand how this happens because... Not probably, I don't understand no, no. how it happens so, if you know you're on camera. I don't know how okay. it happens after the coffee cup incident. That's, but the well, thing because is, they, they already filmed, yeah, they already filmed it. By then. They weren't yeah. still filming this. Yeah. When, but they can go in and digitally remove that. But, yeah. They should have checked everything, yeah. yes. Like, because they probably thought, this is hidden by my foot. Yeah. But yeah. someone did not tell them, it's not hidden by your foot. Yeah. I having, never would have seen it's that. It's see-through, it's water. Yeah. No one will well, see. no, those and have the labels on it. Having been on set at movies... People do that kind of stuff all the time. I remember I worked on Mad Men, and this doesn't this didn't show up on camera. But I worked on Mad Men, and I remember watching uh, uh, John Hamm in between takes. You know, he's standing there. He's Don Draper, and I was a big fan of the show too. Mm-hmm. He's standing there, John Draper. They call cut, and Don Draper reaches into his jacket and pulls out his iPhone and starts <laughs> like. And I was just like, "This is surreal." That's so fantastic. it's like, yeah. you know, but the but the thing is, it's like. Ah, oh, that's one of the other things that I saw was after the coffee cup thing. They're like, ah, oh, that coffee cup really broke the reality of this show about dragons. You know, <laughs> like, yeah. okay, yeah, because I can't believe in dragons anymore. But, but what else did people not like? I think that that's also a demonstration of how insane some fans of Game of Thrones right, are. Right. They're looking for flaws, and it's like, guys. All respect. I agree. Get a you, life. I'm let's sorry. list off some of the things. You that go. Pe- you pe- go back. Watch Jurassic Park when the raptor opens the door into the kitchen. It's yeah. an animatronic, and it yeah. starts to fall to the side, and a hand comes in and pushes it. That's in the movie. You can <laughs> go watch it right now. Show I can't me. wait to see okay. that now. And there was also remember when, well, when Frodo and Sam were. Leaving the Shire, there's oh, a scene, there's like, you, the you, pickup truck driving in the yeah. background, yeah. which they went and yeah. took that out before the DVD. Yeah, released. mistakes happen, but you know. it happens. Yeah, we're yeah. you know we're we're not really in okay. Westeros. Here's we're not really in the Shire. We can forgive that stuff. What yeah. is the stuff that so, some fans thought were okay. was unforgivable? 
Um, some people really wanted Danny and John to rule together. Mm -hmm. That's Mm -hmm. what a lot of people wanted from what I've caught. Mm -hmm. And I was like, yeah, no. I would have been so mad. (laughs) I used to want that multiple seasons ago before we really knew that uh, she was his aunt. (sighs) Yeah, and I would have, I would like, okay, that would have been great. And before we knew really about her, I Mm -hmm. mean... Yeah, before, she, far she'd go. before she made John bow before her, and then if he didn't, like like he was almost like yeah. a prisoner or just well, that's that's another thing. A lot of people don't like um, Danny becoming this mad yes. queen, um, which if you go back and watch, and people are like, oh, well, just foreshadowing isn't character development. I mean, I haven't watched that YouTube rant, but I keep seeing it pop up. But it's it was more than just foreshadowing. Like yes. this has been in her personality. We just haven't quite see it come to the front. She's had the right people around her to to, to temper her temper. Right. Um, she's and but Solo she's, let and, us know where it was going too. I mean, she started nice and then there you go. So, but we she's, should have known. She hasn't just go. been like she's been trying to you know rescue the oppressed and everything. But she's had a messiah complex. Yes, yes. she has. She's, she's been convinced that it's her destiny to rule and that she's going to be the one to save everyone, and anyone who stands in the way is on the wrong side of history, and so they've got to be killed. Well, That's well, basically what They don't have a choice, is well, what yeah. she said. Two yeah. seasons ago, she said, I will take what is mine with fire and blood. Yeah. Yes. Oh, she's been saying that a lot. And, yeah. and like, if you watch the very first season when um, Khal Drogo kills her brother, yeah. she's watching, she's enjoying it. Yes. Oh, she's, yeah. And she's very satisfied, and she like she's burning people alive very early on. I know that. And who, taking who, satisfaction. Sam's dad and as Sam's As soon as brother, she killed yeah. Sam's yeah. family... If you did not yeah. pre- see that coming in her future, like I would, just, were you just not paying attention? Yeah. And then when I she mean, gets to this point, like she's she's got had the conversation with John where she's like, "I don't have any love here," and then then it, he pulls away when they're kissing, and she's like, "All right, let it be fear then." Um, and then she's convinced that the the common people in King's Landing are that are being used against her, and that they're not the oppressed ones that need to be freed anymore that they're kind of like going to Cersei for mm-hmm. to hide and everything she doesn't she doesn't think anybody's going to accept her as ruler unless they're afraid of her so like after everything that's happened to her especially with the messiah complex and all that she thinks she's doing this for the good of the whole world so of course she's going to kill thousands of people well, and it, and it becomes a thing of like well I didn't like that she did that because I liked her character yeah. Yeah. well too bad. Sometimes like you that. like somebody and they turn out to be a douchebag. Or they yeah. die. Some people like Darth Vader. Come on. Or they die. Listen, or they great die. villain. Can I say something though? Like yeah. I, I, the, the the big complaints I heard was that that she it was too fast. Yes. Which I I, can, I agree. They crammed a lot in. They should have used. I, I would have liked seasons. to see more. Yeah. yeah. Or they should this. have like had more episodes this season to Maybe, kind of yeah. see her yeah. fall. Or, or we could have yeah. just seen a few more action beats yeah. in that in that plotline. Right. Um, and this is a complaint for me that like Cersei was doing so little this whole season. Mm-hmm. Can we talk um, about Cersei? They talk about her online of she got props. paid to stare out a window with a glass of wine. Yeah, yeah. props to Lena Headey for getting paid <laughs> one million an episode yeah. to stare out a window <laughs> drinking wine. Yeah. Right. I mean, exactly. it's not that she did nothing. She did have a couple moves, but they're like it, there, there <laughs> she wasn't walked much. from here to there, and yeah. she killed Missandei. Well, she, um, she ordered the death. But we were expecting Cersei, and even some of the, in the planning meetings in some of the earlier episodes this season, they were expecting Cersei to have, like be ready for them and have stuff, but all she was like, her whole plot was just to have lots of those scorpion things. I yes. guess what the um, complaint is, after seven seasons of Cersei being the tyrant that she is and yeah. the most ridiculously evil person, did she have a satisfying conclusion to her story? A lot of people didn't think so. Because? Right? 
Well, because they, the, I think people wanted to see uh, Arya kill her, or they wanted to see or Jamie. somebody, Jamie, or, Jamie, um, Jamie, or somebody yeah. do something horrible to her yep. instead mm-hmm. of her and Jamie die. But yeah. it was also somewhat poetic. You know, I thought it was yeah. beautifully poetic. It was, it was very, you know, it was poetic for sure. Yeah. But, and also, you know, there's multiple angles that, like, are why like I didn't we were like talking it. about, I yeah. like the idea that the only thing important to her, first and foremost, her children. Mm-hmm. So she has no children now. She maybe she's pregnant. Maybe she's not. We'll never know. But the the other thing is the throne. She is this thing. This city above her head is what she most admires, and it came crashing down and killed her. Literally, yeah. yeah. And I thought that was kind of. And but through the vengeance of somebody. Yeah. So I remember. Um, when the mountain was walking in and Arya was going with him, they were going in to get revenge. And mm-hmm. not the mountain, the hound. The hound. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. And the hound said to Arya, "Don't come with me. Vengeance will only lead to death." Mm-hmm. And I, that's. I almost think that's like the writers telling us, you know, mm-hmm. yeah, we we know everybody wants vengeance, but we're going to let Cersei and Jaime die this poetic yeah. death. I agree. In a way, they yeah. were speaking. To everybody the wants too. the ending from Taken, where yeah. like. The Ever, person goes in and gets all the revenge. Everybody and, wants someone to go in and be mean and vengeful, like like Ramsey's death, but not. You know, yeah, I don't know. Just go rewatch Ramsey's death. Like, and yeah. I get it. I'm not saying that they're wrong to feel that, but that is the vengeance creeping into yeah. us. And heed the hound. Vengeance will kill you. Yeah, but I think the the other thing is people wanted a really satisfying ending that yeah. satisfied everything yeah. they wanted built up for them in the show. And the thing is, I gave up on satisfying endings with this show with the season one finale yeah. when Ned Stark's head hit the ground. Yeah. That's. Yeah. Like that's, that's, that that, that could have said early on, we're not really going to see a lot of justice throughout yeah. this series. Right. You're going to see good people suffer and bad people get away with being bad very often. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think people were holding out through all that and in many ways hoping that we'd get some ultimate justice at the very end. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, sorry, no. Right. Um, and Wait, it, no, no, yes. We I mean, did yes, get some, justice. Some, but, it, we but got still justice, not satisfying but to most people. We got justice, right. we didn't get vengeance. I think that's yes. what people wanted. Yes. People wanted vengeance. Yeah. True, because I was actually having this justice conversation with someone today is, you know, the other thing that outraged outraged a lot of people was John. His his yes. resolution is mm-hmm. really, he did he's going to get, he, got, he literally killed saved this country by killing a tyrant mm-hmm. like crazy, you know, Matt, who Danny went mad. But then they banish him to go live his life out as a night watch. I'm like, first of all, he didn't seem like. I mean, yeah, I don't know. I it didn't bother me. That ending didn't bother me. Like they were trying to do what was right by, like they needed. They did what they needed to do versus what they wanted to do as right. the characters. Mm-hmm. And I thought there was something to be said about that because they they even said like. Neither of us are happy. Like, they want you dead. We want you... They did this, this. to save his they life. They did this yeah. as a compromise. Now, and they want it to be run on a but, more peaceful yeah. world. Along yeah. with that, like, some another complaint with some of the, just the logic in the story. For one, John became a lot less active with some things this season, and we're yes. still kind of True. trying to understand how his honor keeps him loyal to Danny, even at that point, when he's arguing with Tyrion about it, and you're like, oh, really? He's just he was kind of just being lazy. Yeah. Um, lazy with his with his morals in a way. Do you know what I mean? Not really seeking the honorable thing. Yeah. Um, and then the other aspect is, or another thing that was frustrating for a lot of people, which I can understand, is they made the deal with the Unsullied and the Dothraki. Then all those guys leave. Um, why did they have to make this deal anyway? If they're just going to leave, yeah, they're, they're going to like 
hop on ships and go away. But right. I think um, it was also just to keep peace, as much peace as they yeah. could. Yeah, they'd still be part of the kingdom. Yeah, system. they're still in the kingdom. Right. Yeah. So. And if like oh, can't they hide him with they, the wizard or something and then bring him out at night? Although, but let's think about his his quote unquote punishment. They sent him off to the Night Watch, which was kind of funny when they announced you're going to the Night Watch, but. Do they need a no. night watch anymore? There's really not really a wall. That's the thing. The terror is gone. So basically, what were they sentencing him to? Go live your life. life. Yeah, go live your life. That, go live your which life. Which is go live your life without the burden of all this stuff behind yeah. you. Well, and the other thing that I thought was like, okay, oh. so Jon Snow is Aegon Targaryen, and he's the mm-hmm. rightful heir to the throne, mm-hmm. and so he has a claim to being king of the Seven Realms or whatever. Jon Snow slash Aegon has not proved himself to be a ruler of the seven kingdoms. Right. He is, he's a good man. Mm-hmm. He's honorable in a lot of ways, but he also showed his, he, he showed his, his uh, uh, the, the chinks in his armor, so to speak, yep. like the, his weaknesses. That's a, an easier way to say it. And, and he turned out ultimately to be a mediocre leader at best as as far as a leadership position good guy mediocre leader yes. mm-hmm. and people just like Jon Snow so they're like yeah. well I want him to be king no you don't because he would be a terrible king great well i was hoping at the end he'd kindly he'd finally be like no, I'm going to be king. Like, he'd finally accept that, and then people would be like, oh. He'd and step they'd reveal up to the it. But no, because he's everybody. mediocre. He's, 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 he's but always if just he'd been step dirty. up, though, and man up about he it, did. then he here's what. Here's my. But he did. Our, oh, wait. Cheeseman, they're showing the, uh, the, the dire wolf. The, the re meeting between him and, and the reunification of him and Ghost. 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 Yeah. I got the word red. I haven't yes. known what they're called the whole time. No, no but, but Luke, I think you're right. Cheeseman, I think you're right. Like that's what people wanted for him to stand up because this whole season he's kind of been standing just, in the background. I'm with the queen. Like even in the battle of uh, she's my queen. The, the Night King, <laughs> he didn't do anything but run around and hide. And yeah, then, it was pretty milk toast. And then he yelled at the dragon for a minute. <laughs> yeah. So I, I I agree with you. Okay, I'm gonna throw these out real quick. Were you how how satisfied were you with the um, outcome of Sansa? Absolutely, 100%. Well, yeah. Beautiful, wonderful. Yeah. I want to see that cosplay yes. at a con yeah. this year. Oh, okay, oh. the only only <laughs> caveat. Guys, you got 30 okay, seconds. only caveat. If the North is going to be free, what about other kingdoms that would like to have been free? Like Yara with the Iron Islands. I, I agree. Uh, they could have been independent, too. I think they're stepping that direction. The thing yeah. I liked about last night, they mentioned democracy. Everyone laughed it off, but the nugget has been planted. that They're going to go yeah. that direction. Okay, They Aria. got a little bit of a republic. Aria. <laughs> Hell yeah. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Aria, I think, yeah. I she, would if, watch that show if they bring that back. Okay. Absolutely. Tyrion. Yeah. Why well, not? I, I, I predicted he would be the hand. I just didn't know he, who he would be the hand. I thought he'd get Castle Rock since he always wanted it. Yes. I mean, it, he... I, I thought we were going to get the end of the Honeycomb and the Jackass joke. And he told it again, because he told that in the first season, but he never finished the joke. And then he said it again at the end of the episode, but still didn't finish the oh. joke. Have uh, I told you the story of the honeycomb and the jackass? I didn't get that. That's awesome. Yeah. Brienne? Brienne of Tarth, yes. Yeah. Very bittersweet, but yeah. yeah. I think yeah. her ending is great, though. That's yeah. exactly where she has always wanted to I be. I want her to write my life story. Right? Yeah. And then who else was there? Um... Anyone else? Did you mention Bran? I mean, Bran. Oh, Bran. Okay. Can we talk about that for a second? We do have to end, but Bran. How did you feel about Bran becoming king? Mixed Eh. feelings. 
I'm not. I'm okay. not dissatisfied. Yeah. First of all, he does I'm not, not have. Satisfied. He does not have the best story of everyone there. No. Okay. And also, I don't know that he'd be that great of a king. For one thing, that meeting in the small council, they're discussing actual needs of the kingdom, and then he goes off to try and warg and find. A I'll dragon. go find a dragon. Yeah. While you guys also, run the city. The other point that was brought up to me by somebody else, and I don't recall who at this time was. <coughs> So Bran knew all this was going to happen from the point that he became the Three-Eyed Raven. Yeah. Yes. He knew he was going to become king and then just let everybody around him die. Yeah. yeah. Is it true that he knows absolutely the future well, or I does he know? I think he knows the past he knows fully. The past. Okay. But he's got such insight he should have been able to figure some of this out, I would think. Mm-hmm. One theory is like that he's was plotting this the whole time, kind of like the theory that Jar Jar Binks is a Sith Lord. Right. Ooh, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's just fan <laughs> theories, you know. Um, other thing, Drogon destroying the Iron Throne. That, that was, was sick. That yeah. was my prediction slash hope for a while. Yeah. Like I thought I was really wanting that to be his last act. Yeah. Um, I thought he'd be he'd like die afterwards. Um, and I also didn't expect him to just do it. Yeah. On his own. Did you that think? Was a did you think that he was about to release a blast onto John? No. Well, that's and, what. Yeah. And then John, I, I wanted to see fireproof John. And John was going to. But he's not a. Mm-hmm. He's not a full Targaryen like. Yeah. He's half Stark, so. Yeah. Well, but they could make that happen. They could, but also like in the books, uh, Danny's not fully fireproof. It was like one special moment of something, a supernatural uh, thing yeah. that happened in that season, like at the end of the first book, right. stepping into the fire with the eggs. Oh, right. She's not yeah. fireproof all the time. Okay. All right, guys. Um, as we wrap up, let's. I in the show, w- she is. Okay, right. Ben. Yeah. So you would give it a. I mean, it, it was it was fine, fine. Uh, so I, you know, I I, I don't know three. Uh, this out is of out five. of five. Out of five. Out of five. Yeah, probably about a three. Yeah. Three three yeah. point five. With a reason. I, I was saying around three three point five because yeah. it's like it could have been a whole lot worse, but there are things yeah. they could have done better. Yes. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say that I'm going to give it about a three yeah. and a half. I think it wrapped up everything how it needed yeah. to be. The fact that they killed. Daenerys so early in the episode mm-hmm. took all tension away from the episode and the rest of it was... Yeah, I want a little battle. Yeah. yeah. Like, I, like, like in, in traditional writing terms, yeah. we would have moved some of these battles a little bit further towards the end of the season. But there and was a lot to tie up. It's yeah. like, like with the end of Return of the King. Like We yes. need lots of This felt like tie up. Very yeah. much like that. That's a good point. This felt like that. They had like seven Brand, false endings yeah. on this. Bran, how did you feel about the end of the episode? If I got to choose, I would make Tyrion King and I would be hand... To Tyrion. Yeah. I think that would have been the perfect ending. Hey guys, you know why Drogon melted the Iron Throne? Why? Because he knew Bran had his own chair. <laughs> oh! <laughs> Thank you so you much. You saw those memes, right? Where they have the, <laughs> the Iron Throne with wheels. Mm. On that note. (laughs) Thank you for tuning in to the Con Guy Comic Con Prep Show this week. We have a lot. If you guys have anything else to shoot at us, your opinions, we would love to hear them. I know that everybody here, you're going to get their social media handle, so they would love to talk to you about it. Tweet Um, at me. I'm trying to be more active on Twitter. Awesome. Anyways, you can find us here every, well, most Monday nights. Uh, We will not be here next Monday because it is Memorial Day. Go hug a veteran and tell them how much you appreciate their service. So um, where can we find you, Derek? Uh, you can sometimes find me on Twitter at ConGuyDerek, but I'm trying to do social media less these days. Um, but you can also find me on the ConGuy.com. Find me on the ConGuy.com and right here. Uh, I'm Katie. You can find me on Twitter at KT underscore Christine or on Instagram at Katie's Fairy Tale. But also, we didn't cover it, but if you guys can tweet any of us what you think has been one of your favorite series finales. Yes. I really want to oh, know. So you know, please let's me. end on that. Yes. One of your favorite series finales is to go around the table. Star Trek The Next Generation. Fantastic. 
Breaking Bad, and Vampire Diaries. Fantastic. Oh, man. Oh, oh we're yeah, catching I off guard. Know. Hey, let's go to Bran yeah, first. What's one of your me. favorite series finales? He, I, do you ever finish them? I, I'm, yeah, I, Bates Motel was fun. Oh, yeah. That's I'll, good. I'll, I guess I'll take that. Uh, where can I did find, like Breaking Bad and where a lot. Where can people find you online? You can find me on Twitter at Cheese on Couch, and I apologize for just seeming like such a creeper here, and probably not very good cosplay either. But <laughs> forgive me, I'll be normal next time. <laughs> but maybe I'll bring the balloon back. I don't know. Uh, I'm Ben Cleaver. You can find me at B E N K L I E W E R on social media. Tweet at me, and I think I think I really enjoyed the Battlestar Galactica series finale. It was a little weird and different, yeah. but. I enjoyed it. Yep. Fans were split on that one too. Yeah. yeah. Don't, don't don't spoil it. I'm trying to get this <laughs> okay. this one. Oh, yeah, that's fine. Oh, okay. You can find me at Jim Fry LA on Twitter. You can follow us at thekanguy.com on Twitter. Also follow us on Instagram. Find us on YouTube. Favorite finale, Jim. My favorite finale. You just grabbed it with the mm-hmm. Battlestar Galactica. Mm. There was a certain somebody's mission was accomplished moment, which was a gut punch, and it just floored me. And I thought mm. could not have been written better. Also, I'm going to be very divisive because one of my favorite finales of all time, Lost. Oh, Loved please. it. Yes, yes, yes. All right, guys. So please pay attention. Pay attention. That sounds terrible. Please um, like us. Follow us. Be watching the show. We'll be back in a couple of weeks. And, pay attention to me. And... Uh, <laughs> You know, long live Game of, Game of Thrones, you know? And can we have some more of that awesome music as we get us there? Get us All right. Long live the King. Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network. We would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit popcorntalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. Views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.